Down to Business with Bobby Kerr. Brought to you by Bank of Ireland on News Talk. Now, it's been a very tough time for newspapers of late um, with their ultimate demise long forecast. And yet, local newspapers in particular continue to be an integral part of the community in this and and any other free and open democracy. It might be very easy for us to forget sometimes, but the real beating heart of the newspaper industry is actually found at the local level. So with that in mind, I thought for this week's industry review, I'd chat to three people who know how this industry works to find out what's going on in the regional newspaper space. So Joining me now are Dara Clifford, who's group editor at People Newspapers, Orny Fitzgerald, managing editor at the Limerick Leader, and Christina McHugh, who's editor at the Roscommon Herald. You're all very welcome to the programme today. Thanks for joining me. Thanks, Mandy. Thanks, Mandy. Dara, Dara, I'm going to start with you because you've got quite a breadth of of newspapers under your six titles. Um, Mm. But I want to start off with, I think there's two types of people in Ireland, really. There's the people who kind of grew up with a local newspaper in their house and get it. And then there's the other people who just never will. So can you just tell us, Dara, for you, what, what is different and sets local newspapers apart from any news you might get on an international server or even in a national newspaper? I think, Manny, when it boils down to it, it's it's we are part of the community, so we are the voice of the community that we cover. So an awful lot of what we you will find in our newspapers and online um, are stories that you just will not see anywhere else. Uh, you, you know, we cover the fundraisers from lo- for local charity groups. We cover local district courts. We cover council meetings where people can see decisions that are being made that are going to impact their lives. Um, you can't get that at a national level um, or online and in, in different in, on social media and in other outlets so you know it's it's the only area where you know a parent could see their child you know with their first day of school photo you could see parents looking at their child maybe scoring uh, their first goal at a local ga match um it, it that, that's that's what sets us apart um you know just you know and it's it, it, sometimes people that don't get it think they may, maybe they look down their nose at local newspaper scene we're a bit you know outdated and, and you know that's not really what we're about is certainly, you know, there's some very innovative uh, news outlets, local news outlets around the country doing extraordinary things, both online and in print. Um, and we will continue to do that. We will continue to fight the good fight. We are absolutely, I think when it, when it boils down to it is about the community and, you know, you know, giving that voice to people living in our area. Yeah, I don't know if any of you have seen it, but there's a really um, interesting and entertaining uh, docu-series on Sky at the moment where two kind of comedians go around various different local newspapers in England to show you the value, but also uh, the difficulties, the time pressures, the online uh, nature of community news now as well. um, And delivering that is certainly a challenge. Dara, before I move on to the others, you were appointed group editor in February 2020. That's just before the pandemic hit. So how challenging was it to come into to something like editing all those papers at that time? It was. It was. It was totally unexpected. Um, it was great to be appointed in February uh, 2020, and then yet yeah, the pandemic hit. So we overnight we had to ship quite a large operation uh, remotely. Um, you know, it's, I mean, a story that is familiar f- across a wide range of industries, but uh, we managed to do it. I mean, we'd uh, we'd great backup from our parent company, Media House, uh, formerly INM. Um, from a technological point of view, so we were able to get everyone working remotely pretty much overnight. Um, it, cont- it The real challenge was when, you know, 
you know, everything fell off a cliff as regards a lot of what we did cover events that normally was our bread and butter were cancelled overnight. So we had to be really creative in how we kept filling our papers and kept filling our online contact. You know, thankfully, we had quite a strong team of journalists um, at People Newspapers in Wexford and Wicklow that we, we did. We, we, we managed to, to ride that wave and, and came out the other side. I think we came out a lot stronger. We, we were a lot more resilient after coming through COVID and what we had to what to, to manage. Yeah, Anya um, Fitzgerald, can I bring you in here? The the online nature of um, local newspapers became very, very important during uh, COVID-19, where people actually had to source local uh, and community information for the first time. You, at the Limerick Leader, moved very fast in terms of seeing that opportunity online, and you've got huge viewerships and huge readerships online every week for your regional paper. What work have you been doing to shift that balance between traditional print press that comes into the house of a Thursday onto the online platforms? Well, I suppose, um, just for your listeners who may not know, the Limerick Leader is owned by Iconic Media. And we were one of the first, I suppose, to really see the the movement towards digital and the online platform around 10 years ago. And it really has benefited us us today. We have, in 2022, we had 53 million page views for that year, which was a record. And I don't know, I don't want to blow our own trumpet too much, but... I don't know if there's a local newspaper in Ireland that has that level of readership online. So, look, it's been a real balancing act, I suppose. Um, I always say this about online. It's just that animal that you can't keep fed. It's constantly hungry for news. Uh, Limerick, obviously, is a very, very busy news beat. There's always something happening. And we're constantly, you know, on any given day, we have, I think it's 30 unique pieces of content that goes on our website between courts, crime, council meetings, breaking news, car accidents, community events. So we're constantly from 7 o'clock in the morning when our team logs on, it's our WhatsApp group, we have a group WhatsApp that we all keep in touch and if there's a breaking story, you know, we say whoever's available, put that up. And that goes on from 7 a.m. in the morning till 11 o'clock last night. At 11 o'clock at night, and even last night, a, a perfect example was the young scientist. You had um, the Limerick Senior Hurling Manager, John Kiley, he is principal of the Abbey School in Tipperary and his students won the Young Scientist. So straight away we had one of our reporters on a group WhatsApp saying, you know, great local angle here. And then we get it up online at half nine and we're one of the first to break that after I think it was RTE. So that just gives you an example of, I suppose, the importance of just local media, getting that local angle on a story. You're given, you know, th- that family of those two boys that won last night. It's great for them. You know, they're logging on. It's been shared on Facebook. Um, everything we do, we have an automated system whereby when a story goes on a website, a couple of minutes later, it goes automatically onto our Facebook site and there's a tweet given out. So you're constantly building that traction back onto the website where you're getting the hits and ultimately that's where you're going to get your advertising revenue, which I suppose it all boils down to at the end in terms of paying people's wages and, you know, keeping keeping the publications open Um I think obviously there was a, a you know a sad story in the national press this morning about the Newry reporter having to close its doors uh, at the end of this month, and I think that really is an example of maybe communities not realising what they have until it's gone. Yeah. And the, they tweeted out about the information during the week and the amount of comments about people saying how much it meant to them, but unfortunately, you know, it's too late. They have to see separations, which is really sad for them. 
that's right. That story in the Irish Independent today, which talks about um, the Nori reporter closing down. Um, and it's been in circulation since 1867. A very mm-hmm. sad day, but also indicative of the problems that newspapers are facing. Um, Christina McHugh, can I bring you in here? Your editor at the Roscommon Herald. I wanted to talk to you about um, what what that kind of atmosphere of decline leads to in terms of people coming into the industry. Um, do you find that you've got enough young blood coming through the regionals when they come out of college? I'd imagine that there's there's no better place to cut your teeth in journalism uh, than in a local paper just like yours. Well, Mandy, absolutely. Um, just like what Dara and Anya said there, if you um, hear the breadth of coverage that that local newspapers have in terms of you could be talking about a pothole somewhere, somebody's death notice, a major news story breaking. So you will never, ever get um, as much experience in terms of journalism as you will in a local newspaper. And I think um, it, the onus um, is on us as, as local newspapers, but also on journalism colleges and um people who um, do professional courses in terms of journalism, we need to change the narrative in terms of um, the inevitability of local newspapers closing. Because, you know, as Anya just alluded to there, you've never seen as much growth in terms of our digital audiences. And yes, of course, there's no point in any of us sitting here this morning and saying this industry isn't challenged. Of course we're challenged, but we, we need to change that narrative. We need local um, newspapers to be able to get that new young blood. We need journalism colleges to promote local newspapers as opposed to always writing the obituary for local newspapers. I mean, we're in the Roscommon Herald. We're in being since 1859, a part of the Irish Times group of newspapers now. And if I could just quote for you, from you one quote um, from George M. Tully, who was the proprietor of the Roscommon Herald back in 1859. And he said that the aim of the newspaper would be to elevate the tone of public feeling, to speak out at all times the truth, the whole truth and nothing but the truth, without reference to party considerations and thus furnish a faithful record in which the statesman or historian may rely. To do, to do this is the task to which all journalists shall apply themselves with zeal and untiring energy. And I think, Mandy, that, that goes back to 1859. That is, still, that is still the aim of local newspapers throughout this country, be it the Roscommon Herald, the Limerick Leader, the Wexford People, whatever it is. That is what we do. And I think... You know, in terms of the Newry reporter closing and all the comments that came with Twitter um, that people, you know, bemoaning the, um, the death of a local newspaper. It's a bit like anything, really, in rural Ireland. I mean, we're at the very heart in Roscommon of a rural community that, you know, serves a wide area um, onto the borders of Galway, Mayo, Sligo. You know, when a local newspaper closes, I think people only then realise yes, yeah, that, that, that something, they're missing that something, they've lost something. It's a bit like a local school, yeah. a local garden station, a local pub. Post office. You don't yeah. miss it until it's gone. No, and I, I suppose that's why we're trying to today celebrate the the offering of those local newspapers instead of just talking about the demise. And one, one thing I think that the newspaper industry could do at this level is to start focusing on, you know, the... Um, 
the fact that there is regional news and local news online and that the paper still exists, but that online offering is there. Dara, I want to come back to you on this because, you know, I presume you would have had a once a week traditional deadline that has now changed absolutely because of the online offering. Can you just tell us a little bit about how you deal with that on a daily basis, like delivering local news content online on, you know, a 24 seven basis? Yeah, I mean, as you alluded to, you know, up until even about a year and a half ago, we had one deadline a week for each of our papers. Now that's, you know, there is no deadline. The deadline is when the story is ready to go up and if if it breaks, it goes up, you know, as soon as possible. It's it's challenging, but it's very exciting. And I think, you know, I mean, to take a point Christina made about kind of the, the newspaper industry and kind of we can be very, run the risk of maybe talking the industry mm. down. Yes, there are challenges, but I think I like to view it that the, the industry is evolving um, you know, no more so than we're no different to any market around the world when it comes to print circulations. Yes, that is challenging, but there is absolutely incredible growth online. There is an appetite for local and regional news, and we see that with the numbers. And it has really given our journalists a, a boost when they see a story um, that they publish online. And then, if the story is good enough, it will it will grow legs, and it, it could be taken up by our. Uh, parent company independent.ie might share it on their homepage and you can see the volume of page views that one story that you might think is only a, a hyper local story but if the journalism and the story is good enough it, it will work and it, we have really we have really seen a transformation in how we work I mean it's we, it, it was quite intimidating at the start to say oh my god how are we going to f- feed this beast you know you know as 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 Anya alluded to feed the beast of, of online but it's it, it's not really a challenge. It's 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 a breath of fresh air that mm. we are we now have free reign to yes, let's go at this. The audience is there online, um, and we can we've seen incredible growth over the last year and a half, um, and we will cont- hopefully continue to grow w- with what we do online. Um, yes, there are challenges, and you know there you know we have a t- like every other uh, regional news outlet, we have a tight team. We are not inundated with resources, so there's t- times when maybe a story may break, you know, at weekends or late at night when we technically don't have anyone on cover. But, you know, that's where our journalists really step up to the, to the plate and they go above and beyond. And, you know, technically they, they may be off, but if, if a story breaks, you know, they're like, like you know, everywhere else, they're on the WhatsApp group to say, listen, this needs to go up online. How can we do it? And we find a way of doing it. And, yeah. Um, it's that type of dedication within teams um, across the country that will ensure the long-term viability of, of local news outlets. Sure. Christine, I think that just leads us into another discussion that a problem that a lot of local newspapers, particularly in the country, might be dealing with is that older demographic and the challenge of marrying that digital uh, print and, and also attracting younger readers. How do, you, how do you go about that? How do you keep yourself relevant in, in a changing community? Well, I think, Santa, yeah, that that is a challenge because in newspapers like ours, um, where you have, I, I suppose, as opposed to Limerick or or the uh, the People Newspaper Group, we have, um, you know, in in terms of more rural populations where the biggest urban centre might be four or five thousand people. So yes, that is that is a challenge. And it, yes, traditionally local newspapers have an older demographic, but I suppose that's where we are trying to marry that online. So that 
um, say through COVID, um, our our online offering absolutely just mm. snowballed, um, and so people were coming to our our online platforms for news. And I suppose what what we're trying to do and what the investment in in local newspapers is all about is is trying to marry that digital with with the traditional and to try and bring younger readers to our digital and then you know in time that they will see you know what we have to offer and then try and bring that to uh, to our print product and mm. um, because i suppose um you know a younger readership I, in my own family, you know, I know the way people look at news. I mean, how many of us this morning got up and the first thing we looked at are our phones? So, yes, the way we read news, the way we consume news has changed immeasurably over the years. So, and and that, is, that, is, that is the challenge for all of us to try to marry both of those. Yep. And something else that's changed recently is, Anya, you were recently appointed as managing editor of the Limerick Leader newspaper. I know you've been working in the title for many years, but you're the first female managing editor in the newspaper's 133 year history. It's a long time coming, surely. How are you finding the role? I'm loving it, I have to say. Obviously, I was news editor for five years prior to that. But, um, you know, I see it, I suppose, it's um, just a huge, it's it's a big challenge, but a huge opportunity for me as well. And, um, you know, I don't take it lightly that I am the first female. But even if I wasn't, you know, I'm obviously just, you know, really going to get stuck into it as I have been in the last September now since I was appointed. So what I love about it, I suppose, is we have a lot of young journalists coming in from University of Limerick and I don't really consider myself old but the amount of new technology that's out there you know your TikToks your Instagram all the just the the new ways I suppose of delivering news um, it's very exciting as Dara was saying and I know you know we all kind of I suppose um, are sad to see the demise of print you know I still think it's going to be there for a number of years to come but with change, I think you just have to embrace it. And, you know, the the thing about it is, even though we're selling less newspapers, we are all getting bigger audience through online. You know, there's more people reading the stories that the reporters in the Limerick Leader are writing than ever before. So you have to take the positives from it. Um, you know, it's sad that the younger generation aren't buying newspapers like, you know, we did 10 years ago or our parents or grandparents. But it's just a different time and these yeah. things evolve and you just have to, I think, move with the times. And once you embrace it, you know, I think these things, you know, they kind of, they, they will plateau and things will settle again. It's just finding, I think, the, 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 the happy the balance. Revenue. Yeah, absolutely. Yes. And and as you say, you're all on the up in terms of online offerings. And so advertising is there at the moment and that's where the advertising will go. And who amongst us can't remember the first time their picture or their name was in the local newspaper? And we could talk about this all day, I'm sure. But for now, we're going to have to leave it there. That was Dara Clifford, Group Editor at The People Newspaper. Uh, Anya Fitzgerald, Managing editor of the Limerick Leader and Christina McHugh, editor at the Roscommon Herald. Thank you very much for, for joining me today. Down to Business with Bobby Kerr. Brought to you by Bank of Ireland. Saturday morning at 11 on News Talk.